0: FM Talk Podcast.
1: Hello and welcome into the podcast exclusive of Second Amendment Radio and The Great Outdoors. The day that this podcast is being released is the day that Phase 1 Reopening is starting in the city and county of St. Louis. So that is uh, very interesting and obviously topical, and something that we will talk about a little bit with our guest Jesse from Razorback Armory here in just a second. This is Tony Colombo in studio with producer Chad Ellis, and of course my partner Bo Matthews is connected as well to the Matthews Compound somewhere deep in a bunker in Southern Missouri. Bo, kind of true, yeah,
2: <laughs> kind of true.
1: <laughs> Anybody who missed the show this week, the uh, the radio show, of course. Which airs on Saturdays at 3 o'clock on 97.1 FM Talk and Sundays at 6 p.m. on KMOX. If you missed any if you missed the show this week, you can go back and grab that podcast as well. Same place that you grabbed this one, uh, the radio.com app. If that if if you're getting this podcast not on the radio.com app, I would suggest that you check it out. It's a free app and uh, you can stream Uh, Both of those radio stations on the app, you just favorite the station, and then you can uh, stream the station, you can rewind live radio, and you can get the podcasts of this show and every other show on those stations through that Radio.com app. It's really a. A really handy-dandy little thing. Uh, Our friend Jesse from Razorback Armory joined us on the show this week, and he's sticking around for the podcast exclusive so we can continue our discussion. Jesse, thanks so much for uh, sticking around. For people who didn't hear the show, uh, before we get started, remind them where you guys are at, Razorback Armory, how they can find you, and uh, can do a little research. Social media, websites, all that good stuff.
0: So 12072 Manchester Road, half mile east of 270 on Manchester, right next to the tennis shop, can't miss us. Uh, Social media, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and RazorbackArmory.com.
1: So one of the things that we talked about on the show, and if you want to hear a a, a longer discussion about it, make sure that you, you go back and you check out the show podcast. Uh, was the situation down in Georgia. And, you know, it's it's the biggest gun story that has come out in the last several months, the situation with the unarmed jogger being shot by the two guys who claimed that they were attempting a citizen's arrest and then uh, claimed – uh, self-defense in the shooting of this man and my opinion was that uh, that was not an example of self-defense it was not an example of exercising your Second Amendment rights they did not uh, they, they they were not doing the right thing by uh, stopping him in the first place and and starting a confrontation that ended in of course uh, this man losing his life uh, Jesse we were talking a little bit uh between the show and the podcast here off the air about uh that situation and uh, just wanted to get your opinions because you are uh you're you're very knowledgeable in the law and and you know what you can and can't do as a gun owner so uh just f- strictly from that aspect uh st- strictly from what you're you know what you're allowed to do what your rights are in this situation uh, what, what is your opinion on, on what happened down in Georgia from from the aspect of, of laws and rights?
0: Sure. Well, from that aspect, I mean, you know, once all the facts are, are out and everything's clear exactly what happened, but going on the, the limited bits and pieces of information that we've kind of gotten in the industry and, you know, through media and that on the situation there, Um, They confronted this gentleman who was, quote, unquote, jogging, but he may or may not have matched the description of someone who is a burglary suspect or that. But they're not law enforcement. Um, They really, truly didn't have grounds to detain him because uh, in through initial contact or everything, most likely it's never been said that their lives were in danger. They were in fear for their lives where they needed to use force. And trying to apprehend them, and then you know, that's more of a, that's definitely a law enforcement job. That's something if you, you know, if they did see that, they could have called police, informed them where he was, you know, gave them description, uh, general direction, vicinity. That that's that information to let the police do their job. Um, but you know, it's a, it's a, a responsibility. You know, with with the the with the right of being able with Second Amendment to carry a firearm, you also have the responsibility of knowing. You know what you should or shouldn't do, and and how to use that weapon. And if you're generally speaking, if you're not in feel, fear for your life, someone's not trying to hurt you or a loved one, um, or if you're in your home or your vehicle, boat, you know, whatever. If someone's not physically trying to uh, do any harm to you, mm-hmm. you're really not able to use that firearm. Yeah, okay? and we, and we a talked a lot
1: about. Something someone either. Yeah, we we yeah. so we talked about that on the show too about. The importance of and we talk about this all the time, the importance of training and, you know, and not only knowing how to use the gun safely, uh, but also those types of things you need to you you need. Your training also includes learning about the law and learning about your rights and learning when you can and can't fire your your weapon. And yeah. so, you know, from my understanding and what I've always, you know, been trained and, and told is that this was not an example of, uh, you know, you, you can't stop somebody that you think is a bad guy and start a confrontation. And then when that confrontation doesn't go the way that you expected it to go, uh, that now all of a sudden you can you can use your your firearm uh, just to, um, yeah. what is just to. Is the aggressor? Yeah. yeah. What when is it generally, what is the rule on when you are allowed to defend yourself with a gun
0: so the 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 statute is is clear, but it's not okay huh. what we tell people or how we explain it in kind of easy to understand English, broken down as simple as possible is if you are in fear for your life, okay or a loved one, okay? So, you know, obviously they don't have to be attacking you, but let's say your wife, child, you yeah, know, yeah. Are, uh individual with you, okay? is it, an imminent danger or fear for your life, okay? It's not because someone is um saying, you know, not nasty things about you and telling and telling you, you know, all these evil things they want to do to you because they're mad at you or, you know, they're upset with you because they're, you know, not happy, but an imminent danger, fear of physical, you know, abuse threat of life um, you are able to defend yourself okay by any means necessary I mean if it if it, you don't have a firearm you're able to hit somebody you're able to swing a chair I mean you can defend yourself with whatever you have available mm-hmm. If it comes to it where you're in fear for your life you are allowed to use your firearm to stop that threat okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but the the there's a line there is how credible is the threat and I mean if you believe in your heart okay in, in, in that situation, that this person means to do you harm, physical harm, hurt you, kill you, kill or hurt, maim a loved one, you're able to defend yourself. But, and, and you know this as well as I do in the world, a lot of people say, man, I'd like to kill that guy, or, you know, I mean, that guy's an ass, or, you know, mm-hmm. and, and they, do they mean to do you physical harm in, in that circumstance? Not really. You know, they're mad at you, yeah. they're very upset with you, but they're not closing the gap to you, you know, they're not. Confronting you with physical harm, but if someone goes, man, I you know that Bo Matthews, I don't like that guy. I'd like to kill him. You know, and I'm you know ten foot from Bo. He doesn't I had get a nickel for every time. Yeah, I know, but but at the same time, you know, and and it's a very specific situation where you have to look at that situation as it's happening and then dissect it to is that something that you know re- required deadly force? And there's not there's not a level of you know, hey, this guy's coming at me and he's probably going to punch me in the face and and everything. Well, I don't need a gun. Do you feel he's going to do bodily harm to you and hurt you and physically, you know, inflict pain on your being? Right. You get to stop him. Okay. Yeah. Now, if I pull out a firearm and this person's still aggressing towards me, I don't know his mindset. Is he going to hit me once or you going to hit me 30 times and, and keep stomping on me till I can't move? You know, so, you know, th- there's a lot of variables, but in, in the, the core variable, the core piece is, whatever situation you're in, if they're going to do you physical and bodily harm to you or a loved one, or, I mean, it necessarily, I tell people, if you're going to get into a situation on the street where you see someone beating the crap out of somebody else and you don't know them, I will tell you it is on your personal, you know, uh, whatever you feel to, to interdict in that. But if you came up to this story late, how do you know who's doing
1: what? Yeah, how do you know? Who's and the who's, the yeah. and yeah. Who's, yeah, who's
2: the bad guy? And who's yeah, who's not? You know, the I, the I, wanna, I I do want to I do want to interject here that uh, the owner of the new construction build that uh, uh, Ahmad was uh, in never reported uh, a crime committed. Uh, the the two guys, the father and son that did the shooting, they said there was a string of uh, break-ins in the area. That was never true. There was never a string. So they're now they're trying to cover up. You know what they're. You know, as far as what we can tell from the news, uh, but let's just set the stage. Okay, now I'm not a runner. I don't know if anybody on our group here talking is a runner, but if you're out for a jog, just say, just say. And mm-hmm. a car pulls over, a truck pulls over in front of you, and somebody gets out with a shotgun. What are you going to do? Are you? Right. I think I would charge that person if I if I was unarmed. I would charge that person, knowing that I did nothing wrong. Because you know there's there's random shootings all the time. Yeah, because you're not going to outrun place. the
1: shotgun. So you yeah. At absolutely, that point, you're, yeah, at that point you 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 you're in a really bad position, and that's what he did. I think I think he knew that a gun had been pulled on him, and 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 then a fight broke yeah. out.
0: It's a fight or flight response. Are yeah. you going to fight? Or are you going to? Are you? either going to. You're either going to fight. You're going to turn and run, or you're going to freeze up.
2: Yeah. You're not going to do Yeah. Anything. I feel bad. Well, God, I'm, it's going to be. I.
0: Kid.
1: I. You know. I hope that. Uh, I hope the justice is served down there in Georgia, and we'll continue to keep an eye on that story, obviously, and and report on it as uh, as time goes on here on. Uh, Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors, of course, on the the podcast here and on the radio show. I uh, want to shift gears and get back into what is happening here in uh, the in St. Louis City and County as we enter into the reopening phase. We were talking on the show, Jesse, about how Razorback Armory has been open throughout this entire process. But now there's going to be more people you know, going back to work and probably getting back out on the streets. What kind of effect do you think that's going to have uh, on the shop and on the industry in general?
0: Well, uh, I mean, it's, it's definitely positive. We need to get we need to get people back working. We need to get you know everything going to where the new normal is going to be. We're never going to go back to the old style, the old mm-hmm. ways. But you know, however, this is going to spin up and and get to a new sense of normalcy where everybody can you know uh do, do their business go out meet with friends do things in a safe manner
1: what about the waiting period on the background check? I know for a while there because there was such a run on ammo and firearms and that uh that was starting to uh, take a longer time has that has has that sort of stuff started to calm back down and and are we back to normal times on that
0: um yeah we're back to what I would consider normal or reasonable um our background checks that we do um we we digitally go through it and everything um so I'm seeing consistent normalcy to some people get delayed, some people, you know, get proceeded immediately. But those 30 and 45 minute time frames are are pretty much gone now. Mm. Uh, We did set another record last month was another record month for firearm sales in in the nation. Um, Wow which is which is crazy. Um, it wasn't as, it wasn't the record before it was a record for the month. we gotcha. got If we, if we break that record again, I, I don't know what we're going to do. So March, March was the all time, right? Record. Yeah, exactly. March was all time record. And then we beat, and this is the second highest month ever for April, but we, we killed all other months again. Yeah. And I forget the exact number It was published yesterday. I, I breezed through it with my thousands of emails, but, um, it, it's, it's a, it's an eye opener. I mean, in, in the, the amount of new gun owners, the new people to, uh, you know, to a lifestyle kind of, you know, in, in going out and, and taking that, you know, taking that step to get a firearm and, and be able to, you know, a defend themselves, but also go out and shoot, which is nice because now with everything opened up, the ranges are opening back up. People can go out and in, enjoy these farms and, and go shoot and do, you know, uh, do some activities since they've been cooped up, which yeah. are hopefully enjoyable to them now with firearms.
1: Absolutely. Go ahead, Bo.
2: It, it, you know, it, it's just such a strange world. I don't know if you guys have had any anxiety during this with all the headlines and you know, where's the world going to be in six months from now? I know we're trying to get reback back open. You know, I'm not trying to freak out here, but about four times a day, I, I just look. I just I, I look at my wife and I'm like, "This is just so crazy."
1: It is, and it, I, it is.
2: doesn't. It really hasn't changed my life much because I don't go out that much anyway uh, from the compound. Uh, <laughs> what
1: but about it the is customers different. there, Jesse? What is the mindset of the people coming in uh, to the shop? Are they when they come in to <laughs> buy – have you turned
2: anybody away no, and no. said, "No, I'm not selling to you."
1: Like, what is the no? Honestly, though, what is the is? Are they? Because the world is weird, do they feel like you know it just doesn't feel quite right? I would just feel safer if I had a handgun in the the house. Maybe I've never had one before, but I just feel like this is the right time to do so. Like, what has been yeah. the what is what has been the biggest motivation? Uh, is it, has there been like a common denominator uh, throughout this thing as far as your customers are concerned?
0: Um, I think a lot of the first time customers um, are looking at. Um, you know, basically looking at wanting to have a firearm for protection, for having, having that, um, that sense of security uh-huh. that you get from owning a firearm. Yeah. Um, hopefully then they, you know, obviously we, we impress upon them, you know, it's not going to do any good if you just buy it and throw it in a drawer and hope you never use it. Um, you need to go to the range, you know, you need to shoot it, you need to, you know, to practice with it, you need to know how to clean it, you know, safety, storage, you know, everything, load, unload, you know. Um, and we we've now you know and and we've given out numbers to different ranges and we're like hey you know and when they were closed I'm like they're closed right now they're going to reopen this is we're going to get back to a level of uh, of a new norm of uh, of being able to do things so when that happens you know call them and go shoot you know get get some get some training you know specialized training if you want it just with your farm we've got some trainers that do that um you know just just kind of work with them on that but i think the the main thing that everyone's kind of looking at is just you know, um, a peace of mind, yeah. um, you know, it, it's, 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 it's kind of, I think this really opened up people's eyes a lot more that were just in a day to day kind of, I go to work, I, I go here, I do this, you know, and they're just kind of floating, you know, I think it's important. There. I think people you know.
1: realized how important their second amendment rights are. I think this was kind of an eye opener for some people that, you know, like, Hey, I'm, you know, I was never really a gun person before, maybe didn't really want one in the house, but um this kind of opened their eyes and they thought, you know what I'm I'm kind of glad we have this these rights here uh, in the United States that I can go get a gun and I can and I can have that peace of mind uh before yep. we wrap this up just personally where you you guys uh, where your where's your mind at? Are you ready to go just go to a bar or a restaurant or a movie theater and be sitting right next to somebody or is that still like, something that you just personally aren't ready uh, a no, step you're not ready to take yet go ahead Jess
0: I, I am yeah. um, I'm ready to get back to normal as fast as possible I've, I've got a, a favorite restaurant Hawthorne Inn out in Labity, Missouri Oh, love
2: week. that place! <laughs> I,
0: they, they, I'm kind of a regular. Let's just say this. Let's dinner. just say this.
1: They know me, okay? <laughs>
2: Dude, they know me. That bake yeah. that baked spaghetti is over the
1: top. Ooh, oh, nice. I, nice! I'm getting hungry. It's good. It's good. What about you, Bo? But, um, what about you, Bo? Are you ready to? Are you are you ready to get back out or is that well? Is that still kind of weird to you?
2: No, you know, I am I've been getting out a little bit to, you know, stores when we need. Um but like Jesse, I mean, you know, there's restaurants that I absolutely love. The Dog House down in in uh, in uh, Festus Crystal City, the Hawthorne is over the top. Man, you just brought Now I'm really hungry. Um but <laughs> other than that, I'm I'm a house cat. I am I just, you know, I'm good.
1: You, so you what, what right now would you have any reservation about sitting next to somebody at a bar? Like you're sitting there uh, just having a beer. I mean, are you ready to be that close to people yet? or Are you still quite no, not, not quite there?
2: Definitely,
1: definitely not there. What about you, Chad? definitely not there. Where are you? How, how are you feeling on this? Yeah, no, no. Uh,
0: <laughs> you know, working at a nightclub, I've seen some seen some things that let me know that I'm not ready. After getting <laughs> off quarantine,
2: he could write a book. It's no. kind of.
1: I think we're kind of two for two because I think I'm leaning more towards the Jesse. I I, I am. I think I'm ready to – I'm not really a big – I'm kind of a a housebody like Bo is myself, but I wouldn't – so I don't go to the bars and restaurants and movie theaters very often just in in general. But I wouldn't be – I'm not nervous about it. If I was to meet a friend at a bar and we were going to be sitting in a restaurant and there was people around – I, I'm I'm okay with doing that again. What, I'm, I'm what ready sucks to though to that. is
2: live entertainment concerts, thousands uh, of people at Riverport. Or I can't. I mean, wait. I am gonna I am gonna miss that. I'm
1: there's certainly the certainly missing that. There's the one thing that I am really missing. Um, I have a lot of friends that are uh, involved in the um, in the music scene here yeah. in in St. Louis. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, those guys are hurting because they can't play. And I am I'm definitely looking forward to the opportunity to see some live music. Uh, yeah, it, big big venues like you just mentioned, amphitheater, that's great. But I'm even just talking about, you know, uh, in the bars and restaurants, uh, sure. live music. In fact, I, um, I work with a, uh, a, a band, a queen tribute band. Been on my other show, uh, the Weekend Report, many times. Uh, I've emceed almost all of their shows since they started playing gigs a couple years ago. And they, we, we I haven't even announced this yet. But he's going to come on the show next week to talk about it. So here's a little bit of breaking news on the on the podcast. Um, they have booked a show, an outdoor show in O'Fallon, uh, Missouri. an outdoor park show in O'Fallon this, uh, coming July. So they have a a gig on the books here in the area. So that's, uh, that's a good sign that things are starting to, uh, to kind of get back to normal.
0: So uh, go ahead, Jess.
2: It's a sign.
0: Yeah. 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 I think, I think the new norms are like no no hugs and handshakes, you know, we'll, uh, we'll kind of say what's up from a distance, you know, and, and, but, but still, you know, still want to gather and still, you know, uh, You know, maybe we'll do this radio show from the studio with all of us in it one day. Maybe. maybe, Nope, ain't going to happen. Maybe one day.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe one day. Yeah, those days are uh, – isn't that so funny that, you know, that used to just be – there would be four of us in this little studio or five of us in this little studio just – you know, having a conversation, and it was no big deal, and now that would, you know, yeah. seem strange.
0: That's frowned upon at yeah. these points. Well,
1: not more than frowned upon. But, yeah, <laughs> and even if it was okay, I think it would feel a little bit weird. And it's its weird that that's weird. So, um, yep. yeah, that's all I have to it's say crazy. about that. Uh, Jess, one more time before we let you go, tell people how to find Razorback. So,
0: 12072 Manchester Road, DePere, Missouri, half mile east on Manchester Road from 270, right next to the tennis shop. Uh, Razorback Armory on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and RazorbackArmory.com. Great stuff, Jess.
1: Thanks so much for what you guys do at Razorback. Thanks so much for all the support you give the show. And thanks to everybody out there for downloading the podcast exclusive and uh, continuing to listen to the show on the radio and download the podcast every week. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. So for my partner, Bo Matthews, and our producer, Chad Ellis, I'm Tony Colombo. We'll see you back here next week for another podcast exclusive of Second Amendment Radio and the great outdoors.